using communication to reconnect. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast, designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hi everyone. Hey everyone. So we're here on a wet Sunday morning in Bendigo and we want to talk about reconnecting. And also the times when couples need to communicate. So this series is all about different times when couples might need to communicate even better. Yeah, and the warning signs to show that maybe you have emotionally or are emotionally starting to disconnect. There are many times when we do disconnect and that's how we're going to start. Yeah, so what do those signs of disconnection look like? You start avoiding each other. You start sort of doing your own things. Yeah, you start to live more independently of each other without considering each other's needs, I guess. Yeah, there's more separate lives happening there. Yeah. There's less conversation about things going on. And I think people seem a bit bored with each other. You know, they're not really engaged or having conversations. They're definitely not having fun with each other, are they? That's stopped, for yep, sure. unstopped. If you try and talk to them about your problems, they may be disinterested in what's going on for you. Yeah, so they've stopped caring in a sense about the relationship, but also the other person, which is the relationship, isn't it? They may seem distracted. Yeah, they're busier with work and busier with kids or busy with something else. Something else is more important than the relationship. Yeah, that's right. And they may not want to sort through conflicts with you anymore. So instead of dealing with the conflict, they might just avoid shut it. Shut down. Yep, shut down, stonewall. Mm-hmm. Say like, you know, now over COVID, We've had so many COVID restrictions and people have spent a lot of time with each other. They might have got to the point where they're just like, oh, I just can't be bothered anymore. We've spent, you know, I don't want to deal with that person. Yeah, and sometimes also mental health may play a part in that if people are struggling with anxiety or depression. Yeah, emotionally pull each other apart a little bit instead of support each other. So even when kids have grown up and they've left the home, and maybe those couples haven't actually spent a lot of time together, but they might have disconnected in that sense. Yeah, and this is a process that people aren't always aware that's happening. It tends to be a very slow process. And before you know it, one's kind of gone, whoa. I'm not happy in this, you know, something doesn't seem right. So I think it's noticing those warning signs of things that are starting to happen. You might even not be sleeping in the same room anymore. No one's interested or one is definitely not interested in sex anymore. The process of disconnection can take years and years. When it has taken a long time, you might just sort of think, oh, this is just the way things are. You might have forgotten that actually things could be better or they might have been better. And we've just sort of let things go and we haven't thought about it. And now, yeah, everything's sort of shifted on and moved on and we don't know each other anymore. It takes effort to keep your relationship alive. It does. It does. And other things can get in the way. It's super easy for work to get in the way. Children definitely get in the way. Mm. There are so many different things that can become a priority Mm. over the relationship. Mm. There's another couple of warning signs too might be that your partner has stopped making an effort to do nice things for you that they would have in the past to please you, like surprise dates or, you know, give you a massage or make you breakfast or, you know, things like that have stopped. They may have stopped saying I love you. 
they might have stopped taking care of themselves even. They might just be, you know, where in the past you might have actually made more of an effort if mm. you went out together or did things together and now they just don't do anything. Mm. You know, they just wear the same old clothes and clothes with holes in it. Like, who would do that? Who would we? Vern's saying this because I'm always, <laughs> always bagging him out for wearing clothes with I get comfortable in clothes and then I just wear them until they fall off me. But He gets a lot of use out of them. <clears throat> it's not because I'm not interested in the relationship <laughs> and I want to, you know, show that I'm still, you know, I, I still want to be attractive to you. I just think if there's holes, you can see more of me. <laughs> that was in, in the 80s, but not now. Okay. I never had one of those shirts. <laughs> So what can we do if we are listening to this and we go, oh, my God, I feel like we've been together a long time and Mm. I can see that there are these warning signs that are starting to happen. The relationships do go through tough phases where things have happened and you don't have the energy to put into your relationship at the moment as much as you would, you know. There might have big, big things that are happening in the family that are demanding more of your attention for this time and that happens and then you reconnect. But what happens if, you know, you are listening to this and going, oh, my goodness, we don't sleep together anymore. Or, you know, they haven't said they love me for ages and they seem disinterested and all these things that we've said. What advice would you give them? How can they reconnect? I think it takes for both of them to realise that there is a disconnection, doesn't it? If mm, you, an acknowledgement. If, an acknowledgement. If one person's just like, whoa, things are wrong, and the other one's like, do, 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 everything's fine and dandy. Obviously, we're not fighting, so there's no problems. I think that person doesn't think that it's fine and dandy. I don't. I think there might be a bit of a, I don't want to deal with this right now. Yeah, a bit of avoidance going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Then they should listen to this podcast. <laughs> you should make them. If that person's <laughs> avoiding it, say, oh, you should listen to this podcast. This is important. And some I warning think- signs. <laughs> I think it is that sitting down and saying, I feel like we're not where we used to be. I feel like we're drifting apart and that worries me. I'm scared, you know, that we're going to end up not together anymore. This is going to break us. And we don't know each other anymore. Mm. So we actually need to work together to rebuild and reconnect in this relationship. This happens from both people. It doesn't just one person. If one person's putting all the effort in, then it does seem like the other one doesn't care. The other one might not realise that this is a problem. They might Mm. happily just be going along doing all the things and think this is the way it is like sometimes our own experience of our parents relationship and they weren't really did anything together or seemed to have fun together then maybe we go yeah we didn't seem in love even yeah that's just the way it is just Just, coexisted just coexist and Mm. that's type of business relationship make sure everything the bills get paid and everything gets done and the children get fed and we all go off to work and but then in those stages of relationship we've talked about before you get Mm. to that stage in relationship where you're going well hang on a second isn't there more to Mm. a relationship than this and there is you know, there can be a deepening in the relationship. There's time when you have to go, okay, we need to work out how to reconnect. So have this open and honest, frank conversation. Mm. I mean, what have you got to lose anyway? If it's pretty mundane, it can only get better, can't it? Does it mean making your relationship a priority again? It does. And maybe it's thinking back to how when you first started going out, what did you do? How did you actually bond? How did you connect in the first place? There must be things that you enjoyed which were similar or things you liked doing or a way that you were wooed by each other mm. that you could reinstigate, you could try again. Okay, let's go on some dates. and Let's go and go to the movies together. If that's, you know, if we haven't done anything, mm. let's go to the movies. Don't have to talk. 
Mm. which got to be in the same place. We can talk afterwards. Mm. You know, let's start easy and then work up to let's have a picnic and let's sit down in this picnic and have a chat. Let's go and do something fun together. Sometimes the lack of spontaneity in a relationship can make it seem a bit humdrum mm. when you're just sort of doing the same thing day in, day out. And then it takes both people, I think, to... It does to work spon- on this, yeah. Yeah, to create some spontaneity in there where one person, you know, organises something fun for both of them. Mm. This is for both of you to make an effort, not just one. And you might be sitting there thinking, oh, well, it's the other person. They need to step up. I think it starts with if you know there's something happening in your relationship, there's an awareness there, mm. then you have to bring that awareness to the relationship and then you have to put that effort in. Let's say you have been putting that effort in and it's not being noticed or nothing's being done, mm. then that open, honest communication needs to happen doesn't it and maybe if you struggle to have this conversation because that person will shut down or it ends up in an argument then maybe you do need like a mediator that can help you have this conversation and work out where you're both at and what you both need to do to make it better and there's lots of different ways you can reconnect taking an interest in each other's interests so when you know that there's something that your partner likes then you do that thing too and you join in with them or you ask them about it or you you take an interest in that. Or learn something totally new together. That's always fun too. What have you both always wanted to learn or do? Mm. Go do that thing. Go do that thing. And there's a conversation there, isn't it? Mm. What would you love to try that you've never tried? Mm. And in that it might be like, oh, that sounds really cool. It might be like, oh, well, that's not my thing, but you want to do it. Mm. And because I love you and I want to be with you, then I'm going to do that thing with you. Learning how each other loves to be loved it's important. very important. That's really important. So when you know what your partner loves, you actually do that thing for them, mm. even if it's not your thing. Giving each other compliments again. And I think that's a really good one because that's finding the thing you like about the person again. It's like a gratitude. So you actually start remembering what you like about that person because we can get into that stage where things are humdrum and a bit boring. And we, we start to get very critical. Yeah, start nitpicking. Oh, that did that thing and that thing and thing. So we start looking for the negative. It's actually retraining ourselves to look for the positive, isn't it? Yeah. And by looking for the positive in a relationship, when someone actively is complimenting you and looking for and the grateful. positive in what you mm. do and being grateful for what you do, you actually feel better and you're closer towards that person by nitpicking and criticising it does push you away. Even if you're feeling pain and you're feeling upset because you're like, oh, this relationship isn't working and blah, blah, blah. And you can create a whole story about it without having conversation. If you want to actively do something about it, then you have to look for the positive, don't you? And I think giving the compliments and, and showing you're grateful for things, they're more willing to do it more. Yeah, they're more willing to actually reach in, mm. lean in rather than lean away. Yeah. And that's what we want to do. It's like reconnecting is about us learning how to lean in again. Mm how to love each other deeper, how to support each other more, how to reconnect with each other. Have you got any other suggestions? It'd be great if you could get away, you get some time to get away. It's hard when you've got children, obviously, but getting some time even to get away for the night. I think that's a great idea. Creating that time together, like when we prioritise our relationship, we say, right, we're going to give this the time it deserves and then we're going to do what it needs to be done to actually find that time. I think getting away is a great idea, like you said, even if it's just for a night because you're focusing just on the two of you. No phones, put your phones away, no distractions and just focus on your relationship and each other's company. And that's hard when you're in that thick of like children when they're little and you've got so much to do around them. So by the time you finished taking care of them and feeding them and getting them off to bed, by the time you're left, you're sitting on the couch and you're exhausted mm. and you both just want to zone out to a show or a series. But what happens is then that goes on repeat, doesn't mm. it? 
then that happens every night. And that's all you do. There has to be a time when you go, all right, actually, can we just turn off that TV? Can we turn to each other on the Mm. couch? And can we just be with each other? Because that might be your getting away. It Mm. might be actually carving out this little bit of time Mm. where you get to be together and start to reconnect. I think sometimes we can make the mistake, and I would say that I have been in this boat, of the kids being your main and highest priority and all your energy and time goes into them, that can be at the detriment of your relationship. If you're not putting attention and time into your relationship and you guys break, then those kids are going to suffer more. So you're better off carving out time and making you know your relationship your priority because that's a better foundation for your kids and example if you guys are solid and one thing we've talked about with having kids is the fact that when we were young i feel like my mum who brought me up you know gave me lots of time to myself wasn't running around doing things for me all the time actually just let me to my own devices and i don't mean devices as in games and stuff like that because we didn't have it but i was sort of made to find my own way a little bit and same for you yeah and now this generation seems a little bit more like we take too much needy bit needy we take so much (laughs) but we've created that too i think because we've overindulged them In so many ways. So many ways. So actually us stepping back and going, you know what, this relationship, and we do this, we go, our relationship, relationship between you and I is so important that we are going to prioritize that. And the kids, they have to come second sometimes. And that's okay. It's okay for them to come second or even third. First me, then us, then them. Mm. And that's how it used to be before there were children. Yeah. So bringing that back in and going, okay, do I need to do everything for these children right now? Do I need to be running around them? No, actually, they can actually... Sometimes we do too much. Too much for them, Mm. yeah. So we're not saying ignore the kids. (laughs) No. But we are saying prioritise the relationship and make that the foundation of what is the most important thing in your life because it is. When things go bad in your relationship, then that affects everything. Everything. It affects Mm. the kids. It affects the work. It affects everything else. And sometimes we sort of let things just roll along. But when you turn around and go, right, this is important. Mm. I need to spend some time and energy on this. That is put to good use because that makes both of you feel better. And that fills you up inside as well. Fills your own cup. And quite often relationships come last. Mm. You know, we do everything. Our work and our kids and like we said, everything and then when we get a little tiny bit of time we might have a chat or a coffee you know or (laughs) fall to sleep in front of the tv so i think it it is making it a priority because it's it's the foundation for a solid family life and we're putting together an online course at the moment for couples and parents and we would love for you to be able to access that we're asking people to do a survey and there will be a link in the show notes and if you fill in that survey, then we'll send that online course to you for free. And we're very excited about that. It's going to have lots of modules about how we can actually do this reconnecting together. So please let us know if you're interested in accessing that. Please fill in the survey. We would love that as well. You can also find us on Facebook under Rekindling Relationships and on YouTube. We have lots of different videos and other things that you can access too. So thanks for listening and please join us next for... Using Communication to Build Trust. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.